Hello everyone, uh, my name is Hannah Mary McKinnon. It's 12.30, well 12.32 actually, I was having some technical difficulties. <laughs> and here we are, this is another episode of First Chapter Fun. How are you all doing? Um, I see lots of people arriving already, I'm just going to make sure I'm live in both places. I should be live on Facebook, hopefully. Yep, I see Shannon has joined. Lots of people have joined on Facebook and tons of people are arriving on Instagram already. Catherine and Anissa and Steph and Janet and so many are arriving. Pamela and Carla on Facebook. Um, hello, everyone. Um, I'm sick. <laughs> uh, so I hope I'm going to get through this with my marginally squeaky voice today and um, without coughing. So if I do end up in a coughing fit, then uh, please forgive me. It's just one of those one of those things. Hi, Nick. Nick Medina. He, he has a brilliant book coming out soon that we are reading from on First Chapter Fun. And why does it look like I'm sitting in the dark on Facebook? I have no idea. Um, I was just crawling under my desk uh, a few minutes ago, which is why I was late, because my webcam isn't working. And I think once I've done this, I'm just going to go back to bed. It's one of those days. Anyway, um, how are you? I hope you had <clears throat> I hope you had a great weekend. I interviewed Jeffrey Archer on Sunday, if you can believe. So that was that was that was the highlight of my weekend. That was really really interesting. Um, I was at the Oakville Center for Performing Arts on stage, and um, he was beamed in from London behind on this massive screen, and and we were both virtual and in person. So he was virtual. I was in person and virtual. So we had people watching in person, but then also people watching um, virtually, which was which was really cool. Um, so if anything good has come out of COVID, <clears throat> I guess it's the fact that we are far better now equipped to do these things. Um, so it was, it was fascinating. He's 82. And um, it was just it was a really, really fun conversation. So, so that's what I was up to. Uh, how about how about you? Now, if Hank, it's fine. She says, Hank, I could have read. No, no, it's fine. I'll be fine. I I, I feel better than I sound. I, th I think. I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably just go back, go back to bed again. So how was your weekend? <clears throat> better than mine, I hope. What did what did you get up to? Anything fun? Um, we had a snowstorm again on Friday, a week after we had the last one, which broke one of our pine trees that's about, I don't know, 15 metres, maybe not 15, maybe 12 metres tall, and it broke the side of it. So that was fun. Um, but anyway, we're looking looking forward to the summer, I think. Well, spring would be good. I wanted to share a couple of things with you. So when I was um, at the Jeffrey Archer event on Sunday, Ali stopped by, Ali Heard, who is the person on Facebook who, along with Jamie, very, very, Jamie Harrigan, very often post the on-sale deals. Uh, and they do that out of the goodness of their heart. And it's truly astounding how they share those posts so that we can all grab books that are on sale, um, e-books generally or audiobooks. And she gave me this notebook. And look what it says on there, Supreme Funster for the third anniversary, which was just so cool, so wonderful. Thank you again, Ali, for doing that. 
which um, is a great way of reminding me to remind you that on Thursday we have two things going on. So if you watched First Chapter Fun last year and the year before and the year before that, you'll know that um, this is our third anniversary on March 17th, but we're celebrating on Thursday because we used to broadcast twice a week, every Tuesday and every Thursday, and then we dropped to once a week, um, Tuesdays only. <laughs> so that enables us still to write books and still bring you new books um, of our own. So Hank and I are going to be having a chat at our regular, what was our regular Thursday time slot at 12.30. So be sure to stop by because it's going to be fun. Just half an hour. We'll just have a have a chat and answer some of your questions. It's going to be really fun. And then the whole day on Thursday, if you're watching on Instagram, you're going to have to come over to Facebook because we're doing a big giveaway. We've invited authors for whom we read during our third year to come and join and give something away. It could be a book, it could be a book club visit, it could be whatever they like. Um, and I know Hank and I are obviously going to be giving away stuff as well. So please, please stop in on Facebook, First Chapter Fun. This is so the chat at 12.30 will be on Facebook and Instagram, but the big giveaway is in the Facebook group. So be sure to stop by um, for our third anniversary celebration. I cannot believe that we're going to be going into our fourth year. That is completely and utterly ridiculous um, and so much fun and, and predominantly down to you. Because if you didn't watch First Chapter Fun, if you didn't come to these events, well, we would have discontinued it, but you keep coming to join us, which is great. And this is epi episode 300, 327. So if you haven't um, joined, if this is your first time joining First Chapter Fun, well, lucky you, because on Thursday you might be able to win some loot. Um, if you want to catch up on any of the other episodes, you can do that. Absolutely no problem on, on Facebook. Um, go to either our featured posts, go to the videos tab, um, go to the, I think it's called in documents. There's a whole list and I'll update it after I've done the episode today. So you'll have the very latest list with links to all of the episodes <clears throat> that you can watch. And whereas on Instagram, just go to reels and scroll through and you can find all of um, our previous episodes. So who do we have in store for you today? Well, a first chapter fun, um, I don't want to say regular, because, because but we have read for, for this author before. She's an absolute superstar. She's wonderful, um, prolific, fantastic author, a wonderful person to boot, and it is the one and only... J.T. Ellison. It's one of us. This is her. <laughs> she just says me <laughs> on Instagram. Yes, Thriller Chick on Instagram. I'll give you all her socials. Don't you worry. But this is the book we're reading from today. Now, I had the absolute pleasure of being asked to read an early copy. And it actually has my quote on the back. See that there? That's me right there. And if you told me, ooh, I don't know, five, six years ago that 
at some point I would have, I would be asked if I could blurb um, JT's book and my quote would be on the back. I would have laughed and said, yeah, whatever, right, sure, like that's going to happen. And it did. Um, I read this book. It was in August. And I remember why and how and when, because we were driving to New Brunswick. And the way this normally works is that I drive a bit, but Rob does most of the driving. We have family there and we go to visit them. And I sit with my Kindle. I can't actually read a physical book in the car, but I can read on my Kindle. It's really weird. Um, very odd. But I read that literally in one sitting because I was sitting in the car, drive, well, being driven, I guess, to New Brunswick. And I found it absolutely brilliant it is gut-wrenching it's a thriller but it's more than a thriller it's it, it's emotional and relatable and the premise in itself and I'm going to tell you about all of that in a minute is just extraordinary uh one of the ones where I thought damn I wish I'd thought of that that is so cool what a cool premise and the execution of and then when you read the author's note at the back it gives you an entirely new appreciation for the book as well. It really is one of those gut-wrenching, phenomenal books that I I just cannot recommend highly enough. And it is out now. It published on February 28th. So you can get your sticky mitts on It's One of Us now. And if you're lucky, because I'm going to tell you about the giveaway we've got, uh, if you're lucky, <clears throat> you might even win a copy. So I will introduce you to JT, um, JT Ellison, that's for you. And I'm going to tell you about the book and the giveaway, and then I will read you the prologue. And it is, I'm just not going to tell you what I think. I I'll tell you what I think afterwards. Okay. So, so let me, let me introduce you to JT. J.T. Ellison is the New York Times and USA Today best-selling author of more than 25 novels and the Emmy award-winning co-host of the literary TV show A Word on Words. She also writes urban fantasy under the pen name Joss Walker. With millions of books in print, her work has won critical acclaim and prestigious awards. Her titles have been optioned for television and published in 28 countries. JT lives with her husband and twin kittens in Nashville, We Need Pictures, where she is hard at work on her next novel. Now, of course, we never um, read without the permission of the author and the, the publisher because that would be rude. So a huge thank you, of course, to JT and also her publisher, Harper Collins, Mira. We, we are pub sisters, which is really, really cool. So shout out to uh, the Mira team and the, the um, Harper Trade. Uh, the HCP books and HarperCollins and book clubbish teams, because I know they're all busy squirreling away um, promoting our stuff. Now, where will you find JT? So on Facebook, her author her page is JT Ellison 14, Instagram Thriller Chick, Twitter is the same, th uh, Thriller Chick, and her website is JT Ellison with two L's dot com. Now, let me just change a banner. There we are. <clears throat> So let me tell you about the giveaway because <clears throat> you have the opportunity to enter to win a signed hardcover copy sponsored by JT and HarperCollins. And this is what you need to do to enter to win. On Instagram, 
leave a comment for JT, a comment, a question, something, interact with her right now on this broadcast, right now before it ends at about one. Okay, you have to, you got to do it now, peeps, because all the comments disappear. It's a weird Instagram thing. And JT will pick someone and contact them after the broadcast has ended. So do it now. Don't delay. On Facebook, you have a bit more time. You have until midnight Eastern time tonight to do the same, to leave a comment, to do a question, to do a question, leave a comment, leave a question for JT, and you might win a copy of It's One of Us. So Instagram, looking at you, do it now, don't wait. Facebook, I mean, don't wait either on Facebook, do it now anyway. Ask JT a question, um, <clears throat> leave a comment for her. And you might win a copy of this brilliant book. And that cover is just, it's fantastic. It shows better on Instagram than Facebook. Facebook is always a bit weird, but it's just, it's just, it's brilliant. So, all right. So we know all about the author. We know all about the giveaway. Let me tell you about the book. And then I'm going to jump straight into the prologue. <clears throat> oh boy. It's not COVID, by the way. It's just a cold. So it'll be fine. So this is all about It's One of Us by J.T. Ellison, which is out now. Everybody lies, even the ones you think you know best of all. Olivia Bender designs exquisite home interiors that satisfy the most demanding clients, but her own deepest desire can't be fulfilled by marble counters or the perfect rug. She desperately wants to be a mother. Fertility treatments and IVF keep failing. And just when she feels she's at her lowest point, the police deliver shocking news to Olivia and her husband, Park. DNA results show that the prime suspect in a murder investigation is Park's son. Olivia is relieved, knowing this is a mistake. Despite their desire, the Benders don't have any children. Then comes the confession. Many years ago, Park donated sperm to a clinic. He has no idea how many times it was sold or how many children he has sired. As the murder investigation goes deeper, more terrible truths come to light. With every revelation, Olivia must face the unthinkable. The man she married has fathered a killer. But can she hold that against him when she keeps such dark secrets of her own? This twisting, emotionally layered thriller explores the lies we tell to keep a marriage together or break each other apart. What did I tell you about the premise? What did I say? <laughs> told you. <laughs> Wish I'd thought of it, but I didn't. This is the prologue of the brilliant It's One of Us by the equally brilliant J.T. Ellison. You ready? Here we go. Prologue. A story. A woman is missing. Unbeknownst to those who love her, a placid lake holds her deep in its clutches. Its inhabitants watch her drift and dance in tune to gentle currents. They sneak little bites of her flesh, becoming one with this intrusion until they are no longer startled by her. They coexist. They play. They nestle deep in her hair and build ecosystems in the crevices of her body. She gives of herself. She becomes their home. Generations are born that never knew a time without her. 
She is as much a part of their lives as the water around them, a familiar, as familiar to the decomposed effluvia as the fallen trees and the limestone lake bed. When the sun shines at just the right angle and a small breeze ruffles the water, those magic days after heavy rains, when the algae blooms disappear to the edges of the bank, the shadow of her can be seen from the surface, a ghostly flicker here, then gone. She exists for them now. A woman, missing or otherwise, is best viewed in parts. It takes away her power. It eliminates her strength. If she is broken into pieces, dehumanised, depersonalised, she is no longer a threat. She is only eyes, breasts, hips, the number on the tag in the back of her jeans, the colour of her hair, especially when enhanced, bejeweled, adorned, shaved, plucked, contoured, acceptable only when twisted into someone else's ideal. A woman is told so many things. Cross the street when you feel uncomfortable. Smile. You're so much prettier when you smile. Don't wear that ponytail. Learn to defend yourself. Here, drink this. You said yes. He didn't mean it. A woman feels so many things, more than emotions. The hand on the shoulder, knuckles grazing a breast. The accidental nudge from behind when bent over. The laughs, the whistles, the fumbled passes, the never-ending worry, the dirty jokes, the stares. Yes, when viewed in parts, a woman no longer matters. And sometimes, as now, this kills her. She cannot rise with a boot on her chest. She cannot move when her body is straddled by an immense weight. She cannot breathe when large, rough hands encircle her delicate throat and squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. A woman always knows when the end has come. She has always known it would end this way, scrabbling in the dirt with a beast larger, bigger, more determined. Be it man or psyche, disease or time, she fights to live because she must breathe, live, survive. Women are at birth and death, closest to their basest instincts. Women begin and end. Alive, they are a compilation of moments, but when they're dead, if there's something in between, something good or something bad or something left behind, ultimately, it doesn't matter. This particular missing woman, this compilation, this aggregate of body and hair and smile and sweet and brains and misconstrued affirmations, a sum of her parts, is no longer. And near her, a man despairs. He's never been this close to someone dead before. He can't look at her, not directly, not without remembering everything. So he looks at her in parts. Feet bare, toenails painted a vivid red, a tiny shaving cut on her ankle. Knees scuffed, the flesh torn, gravel embedded deep in the flesh. Hips exposed, her dress rucked up and floating, underwear missing. She groomed herself for him. Breasts, pale half-moons spilling from black lace. Collarbone, four dark circles, a ring of black around her throat. Eyes open and unseeing. He relive, relives the moment her breath stopped over and over. 
It is a nightmare, a fantasy, a favourite show he binges again and again, a horrifying wreck he can't look away from. She smiled until she didn't, said kind words until they turned sour. He panicked. He didn't mean to do it, did he? Into the water. He needs to weigh her down, but how? Options parade through his mind, none good. He knows she will rise eventually. He can only hope that with enough time in the water, any evidence of him will sluice away. What has he done? Can he be blamed? The idea of it has consumed him, and now corrosive fear day after day. He cannot eat, he loses weight, he dreams of her there, alone. But she's not alone. Not really. A terrestrial family worry, then panic, then grieve, then come to uneasy terms with her loss. They hold out hope that she is still alive while knowing in their hearts that she is gone. A light dimmed in the foyer the night she went missing, and her mother, ever attuned to her daughter's soul light, knew something was dreadfully wrong. It was then that she sent the first text. A reply was started, but nothing ever materialised. Hours later, the mother called the police. Days later, weeks later, months later, there is still no word. Only those three small dots flickering on her screen, haunting the mother's every waking moment. What was her daughter trying to say? The police search diligently in all the wrong places. They follow dead-end leads. They interview everyone who knew her and many who didn't. They lose sleep, are barked at by superiors, fight back the urge to quit this job, this daily devastation. They drink too much. They rail against an unjust God. They get up with the sunrise and do it all again. They search and search and search. They do not find her until it's too late. Despite the despair, or perhaps because of it, he visits often. The lake is almost always calm, serene. It is used to keeping secrets. It has held his for weeks. The idea of her there, her many parts quiet now, fills him with joy or fear or pleasure. He is not certain. He just knows he is better when he's near. And when he is apart from her, he can only remember her in pieces. Remember the moment she was no longer his. A noon sun shines on the lake's glossy surface, reflecting into the leaves, making their undersides gleam and shine. He's learned the paths, the vantage points. He knows what lies beneath that murky water, imagines her decay. He walks for hours, circling her, drawing an invisible target for them to find. Some days he's happy. Some days he's sad. Some days... He is afraid. Some days he brings his fishing gear and casts again and again, not sure what he's trying to catch. When the police come at last, searching, searching, he pants with the effort to keep himself still, to not run away screaming. He can't risk drawing attention to himself. Will they find her today? Will she rise at last? Every day, every visit, always the same irrational concerns. What if her blood is still on him? What bits of her cling to his clothes, his skin? And what of him resides in her? And when they find her, what then? What happens?
He walks the path around the lake like all the others to make sure he's not noticed and remembers. Her screams bleed away. The scuffle has ended. Silence now. Nothing but the breeze rustling the early fall leaves, urging them toward their own death. The creatures of the forest are still waiting, watching to see what he will do. He waits with them, quiet, calming himself, looking at her. As the initial disgust wanes, he's suffused with curiosity. When she first sagged in his arms, head lolling back, mouth agape, hair matted with blood, he'd panicked and dropped her with a cry of revulsion. Now she seems peaceful. Desire mounts, but no, there's no time. He must end this. He ties rocks into a dress, wades into the water, the shale at the shoreline loose and glistening under his feet, and heaves her body as far from solid ground as he can manage. The moonlight shows her bob on the surface, feet, hands and head rising, as if to wave a last farewell. Then she slips under the cool, dark water and is gone. He stays until the sky begins to lighten, listens to the forest come back to life, watching, waiting, in case she breaks the, the surface. But she does not. A woman is found. At last, she is going home, disrupting the watery life she's been forced to create in favour of a new one, nourishing the earth nearby. Her grave will be less peaceful, near a divided highway, under dirt and grass and soot from the air. A poorer resting place. She will be missed by her aquatic brood. Her mother is relieved, in a way, to know it's so much better than to imagine. And now we begin anew. Attention circles, first from the one who knows the truth, and then from the rest, the heartbroken and the curious, the determined and the furious, from the one who prays not to be caught. A new obsession is born by her new exposed, a new obsession is born by her new exposed, too exposed grave. Will they find him? Will they find him before he does it again? That was the prologue, oh, my papers have fallen on the floor, <clears throat> of the incredible It's One of Us by J.T. Ellison. Um, it's spellbinding and absolutely amazing. And that prologue, I have read it a few times now, and it always, always gives me the shivers. Um, but, when I read this, uh, Rob and I um, went through fertility treatment as well, and we had issues. Um, nothing as gut-wrenching as what Olivia goes through, thankfully. Uh, but it is so honest and raw and emotional and real. So I really, really cannot just... Um, recommend I can't, can't I'm even speechless I cannot recommend this book highly enough um it's it's absolutely incredible and lucky you it's out now so you don't have to wait to get your hands on it because you can pre-order it now and make sure you've only got about 30 seconds left to enter the giveaway by on Instagram leaving a comment for JT now do it now uh, and on Facebook, you have until midnight Eastern time 
tonight. Um, I know I went a little bit over, but I wanted to read it. I thought it was really important to read the whole prologue. I didn't want to snip anything out of it or or deprive you of not reading all of the words because they are truly brilliant. I see so many comments coming in. Um, <clears throat> so many people. Um, Maria Lisa says, such descriptive language, a lot of imagery. I agree. Carla says, can't wait to read the whole book. Rena says, what a chilling chapter. Um, and a Facebook user says, oh my goodness, this will be on my Kindle by end of day. Yes, because it's available now. Uh, and Janet says, amazing writing, JT. I agree. Epicure says, love it. Um, and oh gosh, there's so many, so many uh, comments coming in. Thank you. Thank you for read, uh, watching. <laughs> See, I'm sick. I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> um, so if you're if you're on Instagram and you still want to, you know, you've entered the giveaway on Instagram, make sure you hop over to, to Facebook and enter there as well. Please, please join us on Thursday, um, both on Instagram and Facebook. Hank and I will be appearing at 12.30 p.m. Eastern for a, a third anniversary chat. Hop over to Facebook on that Thursday, March 16th, the whole day for giveaways until I think they're going to be open until midnight. So make sure you join on the on the Thursday um, and join us again on Tuesday. We'll tell you about that again, of course. But Tuesday, we're going to be reading Never Meant to Meet You by Ali Frank and Asha Yeomans. This is the book we'll be reading. Um, it's a riotously funny, emotionally real look at race and religion, love and heartache and the, and the realities of parenting through it all. So this will be next Tuesday. But don't forget to join us on Thursday. And do not forget to check out It's One of Us by JT Ellison, which is available now. There we go. I've gone over my time. Well, actually, I haven't because I started two minutes late and I'm two minutes over. So um, I'm right on time. Thank you again for joining us for this episode number 327 of First Chapter Fun. It's always a pleasure to be here. It's always a pleasure to read for you and to interact with you. Thank you. And I hope that we'll see you again on Thursday. Thursday, remember, 12.30. So until then, go on. If you've watched this before, you know what's coming. So say it with me. Stay safe and please stay kind. And we will see you again on Thursday. Thank you very much for watching.